0: You're listening to a Ruach podcast produced by St. Benedict's Table, a congregation of the Anglican Church of Canada, located in Winnipeg, Manitoba. I'm your host, Jamie Howison. Last night, March 9th, we launched into our Wednesday evening Lenten series. Now, the previous Wednesday, of course, we had marked as Ash Wednesday together. But now, throughout these weeks of Lent, On Wednesday evenings, we're gathering a community in the church to pray together a liturgy called Compline, which is then punctuated by music offered by one of our own St. Ben's musicians. I just thought it would be good to share something about this liturgy of Compline. It comes from the monastic tradition, with its origins, at least in the Western church, In the Rule of St. Benedict. Now that goes way back to the 500s. I'm going to read to you a chapter from that rule. Now a chapter in this case is only two paragraphs. This is a contemporary paraphrase done by Jonathan Wilson Hartgrove. This is chapter 16, an order for prayers throughout the day. Jonathan writes, The psalmist says seven times a day, Have I praised you? We, too, can keep the holy number seven if we set a schedule to follow morning prayer with two other offices before noon, prime and terse, to use the technical terms, then midday prayer, followed by a mid-afternoon office, known, an evening office, and the office of compline, before going to bed. These are the fixed times the psalmist was referring to when he said, seven times a day have I praised you. Now that word "compline" is an English word derived from the Latin complitorium or completion because this liturgy was the completion of the waking day. It is followed in different ways across many traditions, Catholic, Anglican, Lutheran, Eastern Orthodox. In Anglican usage, Compline was originally merged with Vespers to form the liturgy of evening prayer. In the Book of Common Prayer tradition, the monastics were gone from England. That's thanks to Henry VIII who dissolved the monasteries and conveniently took their treasures for his own. That service of evening prayer was meant to twin with morning prayer and be used by anyone who was literate to pray twice a day in the morning and in the evening as a way to frame the day, but also as a way to integrate some of the richness of monasticism into the parish and into the home. It's hard to know how many people actually prayed the offices daily, although there is evidence along the way, and certainly it's something that's expected of clergy. And so, to this day, I do pray an office of morning prayer in the morning, or most mornings, and then join with our community online to pray a simple office of evening prayer. But there was a sense, particularly in the 20th century, that something had been lost by lopping off Compline as a distinct office and just merging it to become part of the evening prayer office. And so, across many of the countries in the Anglican Communion, a liturgy of Compline was gradually added. In the case of the Canadian Church, it came to us in the Prayer Book of 1962 where it appears on page 722, tucked almost at the very end of the book. It is that liturgy that is the basis of what we do on Wednesday nights during Lent. There is a simplicity, a beauty, and an elegance to this liturgy. And I know that whenever we've done it over the years, generally in Lent, it's been something really appreciated by our community. And this year, when we add in original music by different musicians along the way of Lent, it becomes even more attractive because we soak ourselves in both the ancient and the modern. Now, one of the aspects of Compline is a hymn before the ending of the day. This hymn is attributed to St. Ambrose, so it goes way, way, way back. It was translated into its prayer book form by John Mason Neale in 1852, and that's when it became more commonly used in the English church. A setting of this traditional hymn was composed by our own Gord Johnson, used regularly at our monthly Hear the Silence Contemplative Liturgies, and also available as an option to our musicians in these Lenten evenings. We're going to end this podcast with Gord's setting of the song. We've released that before, way back near the beginning of our music podcast series, but it seems right to release it here again. But before that, I want to play you a little excerpt of the liturgy, as it was sung in the King's College Chapel in Halifax back in 2017, when I was there on a five-week silent retreat. Now, five weeks in silence and self-exploration can be a pretty grueling thing. It was probably the toughest five weeks I've had in my life, and also in so many ways the very best five weeks I've had in my life. Monday through Friday, we were together in the chapel for morning, midday, and evening prayer. And at one of those services, Eucharist was also celebrated, all according to the Book of Common Prayer. And then on Monday evening and Tuesday evening at 9.30, we sang Compline. Monday night was led by a small choir of the men. Tuesday, a small choir of the women. It was funny because often when evening prayer had ended, maybe 5.30, quarter to six, and I'd had my dinner, and I looked at the clock and thought, how am I going to make it all the way from now, say 6.30, to 9.30? The clock would tick by gruelingly slow. But 9.30 would come, and I'd cross the quad to go to chapel and just get instantly immersed in a liturgy of incredible beauty. The chapel itself was lit only by candlelight. And as we entered and found our spaces, maybe 20 or 25 of us, the silence and the beauty of the place was almost overwhelming. And then at 9.30 we'd begin. Well, on one of the last weeks that I was there, I decided I wanted to try to capture some of that sound just using the recording device on my iPhone. tucked it on a ledge behind where I was seated and pressed record just as they were beginning to sing the hymn before the ending of the day. The first verse was marked by a lot of background noise, but by the time the second verse begins from Evil Dreams Defend Our Sight, there was good clarity to what they were singing. And that recording continued through the closure of that hymn on to keep us as the apple of an eye, hide us under the shadow of thy wings. Then the anthem, preserve us, O Lord, while waking, and guard us while sleeping that awake we may watch with Christ, and asleep we may rest in peace, which is immediately followed by the Dimitis or the Song of Simeon, and a reprise of that anthem. As I play this for you, you will hear in the background the sound of clanging. Well, that was Father Gary Thorne, who had taken the thurible, the incense pot, got the incense burning, and then had walked through the chapel slowly, swinging the thurible on the chain. And what you're hearing is the clanking of the chain against the incense pot as he walked through and sensed all of us who were there and all of the spaces in the chapel. It was a moving and sensory experience. You could see him moving in the candlelight. You could smell that rich incense and hear that sound and combined with the singing of this part of the Compline office, it just moved me so deeply. I have always loved Compline since the first time I sang it way back in my days as a divinity student at Trinity College in Toronto, but I think those Monday and Tuesday nights in Halifax over those five weeks just sealed it for me this is a liturgy that for me just puts me in a place of profound peace, which is, of course, what it's meant to do, to complete the day and let you go for your night rest at peace. So first, that excerpt from the University of King's College Chapel, recorded on an iPhone, so not the greatest recording, but you can hear it and then we'll close with Gord Johnson's setting of that night hymn.
1: From all years...
2: Before the ending of the day, creator of the world, we pray that you as stiff as love would keep your watch around us while we sleep. sight. From fears and terrors of the night, tread underfoot our deadly foe, that we no sinful thought may know. be done, through Jesus Christ your only Son, and Holy Spirit by whose breath our souls are raised to life.